Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. You're listening to the Modern Coach Podcast, episode number 25. Three reasons people think they can't afford to work with you right now. Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and you're about to learn the new way that coaches are building thriving businesses online by rising out from the shadows, owning who they are, and finally understanding the business of coaching. Get ready because this is where we shed the old age thinking of coaches everywhere and say yes to owning a happy, healthy business that not only impacts people everywhere, but gives you the freedom to do what you want, when you want. This is the Modern Coach Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today because today we are talking about pricing, offers, and why some people might be saying, do you know what? I just can't afford that. You know, I've got my money mindset issues. I've got problems. And I think that this is something that most entrepreneurs go through in that I think it's a pretty normal you know, phenomenon, particularly when you are leveling your pricing and you feel a certain way about it, it, it's a normal conversation to be had with people. And I think that we're just not taught to have a conversation. So I'm excited to be bringing you this episode because it's one of the things that I am so passionate about, helping women specifically get over that fear of charging too much and helping women really feel like they're at capacity in a healthy and sustainable way. So let's just catch up for a second because I feel like we haven't really caught up in a while. What's happened? What has happened? Well, we're about to do our three-part series, which I'm super excited about. We've completely changed it this time around. And I am, I've just launched a new, well, I've just rebranded the mini Facebook group that I had started a while back. So I'm excited about that. We've got a whole new like content plan, a whole new brand coming to you soon. And it's just like a season of momentum and a season of change and a season of really moving, moving at at the speed of lightning in a really exciting way. Like I don't remember the last time I, like I wasn't, you know, when you like change things in your business, sometimes it can feel a little bit anxiety inducing and sometimes it can feel a little bit uncomfortable but this time around I really feel very happy like I remember changing the name of my like big Facebook group that we've closed recently and every time it would be like a sleepless night and all of these endless conversations about you know the messaging and is this right and is this not and like this time around it feels like I've grown up so much over the last year I would say like over the last really eight months my life and my business and even my coaching containers have changed so much in the best way like I feel like I'm more grounded I feel like I have I'm way more solid in my boundaries I have a really clear vision of what the business you know is growing to and into I have a great team around me like I feel like I am finally at this point in my business where every single tweak feels like an enhancement. 
every single time I change something like, you know, the unforgettable you Facebook group, like oh, that name just, just gets me so excited. And I am so thankful, right, to Pastor Lisa, who went through all those different iterations to get to here. And the reality is that, you know, I know that there are great people in our industry who do the same thing over and over and over again, and it works for them. But I really believe that in today's world and in today's specifically internet world, where the, you know, the industry is changing at such a rapid pace, our customers and clients and people who are paying attention to us, they're smarter. They have way more awareness around things like marketing and things like offers, and they have way more understanding of where we're at. It's not like day one anymore where there were no business building courses, right? And it's not like day one anymore where there were like three business coaches working, right? I think that as a society, we are paying more attention to mindset, to more holistic health stuff, right? To more to more alternative approaches to the status quo that has been such a big thing in our lives. And I think that the use of social media is going to fundamentally change over the next five years. And instead of me sort of always trying to do the things that, you know, that I see work, as in like doing the launch over and over and over again, or doing, you know, or creating the same offer or, or doing the same strategy over and over again, I'm in this season of my life where I've just, I've accepted that I'm going to evolve. I'm an idea generating machine. My, you know, my team will tell you that I have like 10 ideas every single day. Ideas themselves don't make you money. Ideas themselves don't build your business. But what I think does is your ability to follow through on the things that you think are going to work. And I'm in the season now where I'm enhancing. I really believe in my products. I really believe in my message. I really believe in my clients. And I really believe in this vision that I'm building. Like I want to impact as many women as possible. I want to help women have sustainable, fun, incredibly creative businesses that are so exciting, right? And I think that there are all of these different changes coming up in our business. It's just like they, oh, they make me tingle in the best way. And I'm just so thankful that I trust myself enough to enact that vision without having a complete and utter meltdown. Because I think that when we tend to change things in our business, we tend to, I don't know, burn everything to the ground without really staking stock of what is actually working. So that's something that I'm really grateful for. And I think that the time that I took off over the summer, the the time that I spent with my family, like helping, helping refugees, the time that I've spent traveling with my little sister and, you know, the weeks that I took off to go to a conference, to go to LA by myself, to really, you know, like focus on me and focus on growing as a human and, you know, investing in different containers. Like all of that time was so well spent because now we're in this new, you know, season, new quarter, new everything. And I have never felt better and I've never felt more excited about the upcoming changes and more sure and certain about the things that I want to do. So the good news for you is that if you're not there, you will get there. Like there will be like a morning where you wake up and you're like, I'm just so freaking grateful for the hard work and the doubts and the working through all of that stuff that I did back then. So that now this feels different in my body, right? And I think that that's something that's worth remembering that when you're in the space of discovery and you're in a space of trying things out, 
give yourself the space to have fun with it. Like, I wish I had more fun <laughs> at the beginning of my business. <laughs> like, business is supposed to be fun. That's why you're doing it. And I think that getting to that place of, A, am I feeling good every single day? And B, is it fun for me to be doing the things? Am I getting on meetings with people who I just absolutely adore? Or am I still in that cycle of speaking to assholes who are just ruining my mood, right? And I think there are seasons of different things in your business. There are going to be, you know, people that you can't avoid necessarily sometimes. But if the majority of the time you're having fun and you're feeling good, I think that you're on the right track at least. Um, Which brings me to being affordable and charging more and having the having the staying power to charge more and more number one while also feeling like you're elevating your service so I think when I first started coaching I don't even remember what I charged originally I think it was the same as as the funnel but I remember having this conversation and it wasn't that people were saying that they can't afford it but they were like I was on these like two hour consults First of all, oh, yuck, never again. I was, you know, trying to convince people that what I was doing is worth it. Whereas these days, I, I'm not in the business of convincing people ever, number one. But number two, you know, it's the shift between understanding that it's not what you're worth. I think a lot of the time we say things like, well, my offer, or I'm worth a lot more than that, or like the, the feeling of, you know, charge your worth and then add tax. Which is true, you should add, definitely add tax to every single offer that you create. Because a lot of the time we forget as um, service providers, small business owners, that like you're going to have to pay tax on the money that you're charging. It's not like a nine to five where tax is deducted. No, 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 my friend. You have to deduct your own tax. So that was like a, a whole other story for another day where I just didn't charge tax. And then at the end of the year, I had this huge tax bill that I was like, oh my God, how am I ever going to pay this? Bad, bad, Elisa. Bad, bad, bad past the Lisa but these days I don't really believe in charge your worth and then add tax I think charge what your offer is worth and then add tax for sure right but really if your offer is worth an x amount then you should really be factoring tax into it anyway and I think that there is this myth in our world right that you know, everything has to be this this personal thing, like in the coaching space, right? And in the services space specifically, like I'm a creative. And if I'm a creative, then therefore I have to charge less because I'm a creative or, you know, art should be free or, you know, I want to impact people and it shouldn't cost this much. But the reality is that you have a business. When you chose to be a business owner, you chose to essentially ask people to pay you money. You chose to be a publishing house. And you chose to be your marketing person. And, you know, if you don't if you don't feel comfortable asking people to pay you and you're like, I don't know, 10 years into your business, then we have a problem, right? That we have to address that. We have to get to a place as business owners where we are unapologetic about what we're charging for the offer. And it's not that I woke up one day and I decided, you know what I would really love to do? I would love to just like get paid 10K. You know, it would be great if like what person could pay me 10K and I'm going to take the offer that I sold last month for a grand and I'm just going to stick, you know, an extra zero on it and see what happens. Right. That's not what I'm talking about here. Right. And I think that you have to be really, really clear as to what is your offer actually worth to the person who is buying and 
are you taking into account all of the deliverables, right? So it, for me, it's not just if we're taking like my VIP package, right? It's not just the fact that you get weekly calls with me, but you get Friday feedback where you can send me a piece of copy for me to review. Like, do you know how much money people paid me to look at their copy? Like so much. Like that 15 minute, 20 minute feedback is gonna pay itself back tenfold, right? I could just charge what I charge for my coaching for that specifically, right? It's the Voxer access of getting like me to look at your business. It's the portal that you get. It's the access to my programs that you get. It's the everything that you get within that offer. Similarly, when you sign up for uh, for the Soulmate Client Accelerator, it's not just the coaching course that you get, but it's the curriculum that I've outlined. It's all of the templates. It's my funnels. It's my processes, like the 12 processes that I literally give you the SOP for. It's the you know peer pods that we create. It's the sales call practice that you get. It's the bonuses of how to quit your nine to five. It's the how to get your coaching client in the next 14 days. It's all of those elements. It's not just me showing up on some calls, but it's everything else that is around that offer. And no matter whether I'm selling a, you know, a $47 workshop or whether I'm selling a $2,000 program, like I look at that offer and I massage it and I get to a place where, okay, well, what is this offer actually worth? What is it that my clients are getting with this specific thing? And how can I get to a place where I am seeing the infinite worth of this thing before anyone else is, Right. And I think that really makes a huge difference, that it's not about what am I worth as a human being, because your worth is infinite. Like You can't put a price on your worth as a human. You can put a price on the container that you're creating. And you know, whenever I do a sales call or whenever I do a launch or whatever, I know in myself that the majority of the people I speak to, if they don't invest in this, they'll invest in something else. The container's just not right for them, or maybe I can't help them, or maybe I don't want to work with them one-to-one, or I don't want to work with them in this container, or I don't think their energy is clean, or whatever it may be, right? So it, it's being really, really clear with yourself as to what is this worth offer worth, and who is it actually for? Because a lot of people who, who think that they can't afford you right now, who don't want to invest in you, are they really the right clients? Like if a client is jumping on a phone with you and you're giving them a 2K package and they're only willing to pay $200 for it, are they really the right client? Of course not, because they're not seeing the value. They're sat there questioning your price. They're sat there, you know, not willing and and not wanting and maybe not even being able to invest. Therefore, they're not the right client for that container. And therefore... It's, you know, not even that they can't afford to work with you right now. It's that the offer isn't right for them at this moment in time. Um, And I also think that that comes from, are you actually talking to the right people? Like if you're trying to save all of your niche, right? And you think that you can support them at selling them $7 things, then you and I need to have a chat, right? Because I know for a fact that it's not necessarily about so much that the money that they invest in, but it's like the level of support that they're getting, And it's the, who is your client for this specific container? The work that I do at every single level changes lives, okay? I know that the workshop that you can take to fix your content strategy is gonna infinitely support you in your business. If you actually sit down and you do it and you commit to it. Fantastic, that's a $47 investment. 
But I know for a fact that if you invest in that next level container, your life is going to be completely different. You as a human, you're going to change. Your business is going to evolve. You're going to be at a different place from where you are today to where you are 90 days from now. And that level of support and and therefore investment is different too. And that is for a specific type of client who is ready to take the action. I don't ever want to work with people who are so freaked out about the money and are in such survival mode that they're not actually taking use or getting use out of the container. I want it to feel slightly uncomfortable for them, but I don't want it to feel like it's the end of the world. Essentially, I think that the coaches that tell you to put shit on credit cards and to, you know, invest beyond your means, I think they're unethical. And it's not that I haven't put things on credit cards before. I have, right? And I and I have, I think I've told everyone about like the maxing out of the credit cards and whatever. Like I think a lot of business owners have been in that place where they've invested and they've bet on themselves. Fine, that's a choice that you as a business owner get to make. But me as a coach, for example, I'm never going to sit on a coaching call or on a consultation and tell people, did you know that you should put this on a credit card because in 90 days you'll make all of your money back? Like, I never want to be that person. Like, that just doesn't feel good to me, right? But similarly, if someone is, let's say, going through the launch with me and they tell me, you know what, Elisa, like, I really, I'm down to my last, like, $10. Is it worth me investing in this? If you're down to your last $10, then of course not. Like that's not, that's no, you shouldn't like take, take the action of what I'm teaching you right here and then move through. And I think that comes to you knowing your ideal client. Okay. And your ideal client always has enough money to pay you. Okay. And, you know, similarly in the same conversation, and this is like a, the law of duality here almost, because while I don't ever want to tell people, you know what, you should put this on a credit card. It's also none of my business if my clients choose to put it on a credit card. It's also none of my business to figure out the money situation with them. They're big girls who know what they're capable of and who know what's within their means. I don't know whether that investment is coming from their account, their credit card, their husband, their wife, their, I don't know, inheritance, whatever it may be. It's none of my business where they find the money. Okay, it's not. And I don't never ever gonna be the coach who is like, you know what, let's sit here and figure out how you can find the money for this. It's not my job. It's not my job to give you financial advice on where to find the money for investments, nor is it yours for that matter. And I beg you, if anyone has ever said this to you, run for the freaking hills because they're not responsible business owners. <laughs> and people who generally give that advice are in more debt than, I don't know, God himself. Um so that's a little rant. Uh, I was in this, oh God, I was in this room once with a bunch of like seven figure entrepreneurs and, and some people who say they make seven figures, but actually spend, you know, n- near enough seven figures and are sort of breaking even to have that, you know, accounting tagline. Um, and this dude was just, God, he was so toxic. Oh, such a, such a, honestly, dick. I don't have any, any other words for it. But he was talking about how, he was like NLPing these people into spending money with him. And I was like, that's so spammy. Why are you doing that? Do you not want people to feel good when they pay you? And I think that, you know, I always say this, especially to the Solman Klein Accelerator students, when we talk about offers quite a lot. I want it to feel like when you're saying your price, 
Like you can say it, you're not gonna throw up when you say it. You can actually physically say it without cringing, but you do feel like a little bit nauseous. Like, oh, this is pushing the comfort zone. Because a lot of us, we undersell ourselves and we over-deliver. Now it's my secret goal in life to over-deliver in every single container that I create, right? That is a company policy almost, right? Over-deliver at every turn. But I think as we charge for our stuff and as we decide what the investments are, we tend to undervalue what we're selling. And I think it, it's worth, particularly us as women specifically, not to say that men don't struggle with this because they definitely do. I know so many and I have worked with men too who have an issue charging. But I think that specifically with the women that I work with, we tend to just forget that we change lives. Like we tend to forget that our containers, our coaching packages, our everything is revolutionary. It's, you know, it's giving people something else. It's it's literally life-changing. Like there are no other words for it. And I think because of that, I always wanna encourage my clients to say the price that they wanna say, but always have that little bit of like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that. Until it gets easier, until you, you know, get to like three or four or five or whatever next and then you reevaluate and how does it feel in your body and then can we massage the offer can we add something new to it or are we happy with that container right and then when the demand goes gets higher and higher and higher then obviously the more your demand increases the essentially higher your price because there is more demand for your offer right so that's how i look at pricing is like you work out what is the value of the actual offer you then underprice it from the value fyi that's at least what I believe, because I know for a fact that when I'm giving people coaching or when I'm giving people, let's say the Soulmate Client Accelerator, I know that it's a 20K value program because I have sat there and I've worked it out and I've been, I've counted all of the templates, I've counted all of the things. I know what everything, I, I know what everything is worth and not in like a wanky, like this thing is 197 because I decided it's 197, but in the, okay, when people have paid me for a funnel in the past, how much have they paid me for this specific funnel? Okay, well, I was charging between five and 10 grand for this specific thing. Okay, so then that's the value of this specific container. And when you work that out and then you work out like the ripple effect and you work out how much is this gonna be worth to your clients, I always say that they're gonna get 10X the value back from whatever it is that they invest. So I know for a fact that if you enroll in, you know, let's say SEA, you're gonna 10X your investment. It might not be tomorrow, it might not be next month, but it will be in a year or two or five, right? And I have so many people who worked with me three, four years ago that come back to me and they're like, that program changed my life. It gave me the foundations, it gave me this, it gave me, you know, the confidence, it gave me so much more than the investment that I made, right? And I think that's what you're aiming for. So when people say that they can't afford you, where is that coming from? Is it coming from them just never having invested that much money in themselves? Like that's what tends to happen with my coaching clients, specifically one-to-one clients. I love to work with people who have maybe had a coach or two or five, right? And I love to work with them at that, like we're building, we're scaling, we're like at that point where we're really elevating their business fast right and and we're figuring out how to nurture these people that they've built and like I love taking people at that stage of their business and really looking under the hood of their business right and that's the same for like SEA or it's the same for VIP or it's the same for really anything that I create so for that person I'm very clear on who that customer is and I know that some of the people when they get on the phone with me 
and we're talking through that program, like they've probably never spent that much money on themselves before. And it's an exercise in trusting themselves and trusting me, obviously, as their coach, right? To deliver what I'm saying I'm going to deliver. And I think that's pretty freaking great. Like I have to be solid in my offer and in knowing what it's worth in order for it to make sense to them. And in order for them to be like, yes, I know you're worth it. Yes, I know I'm ready. Yes, I'm, you know, I'm ready to open up. And the majority of the people that I speak to, they're like, okay, I'm ready. Like, I, I know that I need this and I know that like, it feels scary. It feels like an up level, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it, right? And I think that's, that's always what I'm aiming for as a coach is getting people to that place of like, I know I'm ready and I'm gonna bet on myself. So I think that when you are selling your offer and people are saying like, I can't afford it or it's not the right time or whatever it may be, like whatever the objection is, but specifically I can't afford it. What's your feeling around people affording your offer? Are you feeling like, what an asshole, like this offer is so worth it. (laughs) Are you feeling like, okay, there must be something else happening there. Are you feeling like, um, you know, maybe they're not trusting themselves and maybe they're not trusting you. What's the feeling that you're getting around the, the thought or even the phrase, I can't afford it right now. And how do you feel about it, right? Are you clear on the fact that when people say they can't afford it, one of three things is happening. Number one, it's either not the right offer for them, right? Super easy. That's a, that's a really easy identifier might not just be the right container for them number two is that they don't trust you so therefore are you creating the content the containers the 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 social media presence that's showing them that they should trust you do you have case studies do you have testimonials do you have evidence and do you have the messaging that is on point to the place of you know what i know that i can trust her that's what I want my social media content to do. I'm constantly giving people more and more evidence that I'm the coach for them, right? And I'm helping people self-filter too, because sometimes I'm not going to be the coach for them. Like I wrote this great email about a flower underwear and like, I don't know, a few people uh, unsubscribed giving me the reason of like foul language. Well, guess what? If I'm on a coaching call, I'm not going to censor myself. I will say rude words. Obviously, if you have children present, then I will not, you know, whatever, use explosive language. But generally speaking, I show up the way that I show up on my calls. And therefore, if you don't like the fact that I said fuck in an email, I'm probably not the coach for you, right? So all my content and all of my presence across the social interwebs of the world is giving people that evidence. And the question then becomes is, are you giving people enough evidence to say that you can, that they can trust you? To say that you are a trustworthy coach, that you're a trustworthy creative, that you're a trustworthy service provider. Are you giving people enough evidence with the stuff that you're creating to say, you know what? She is the coach for me. You know what? I want to hire her to do my website. You know what? I really want photos from this specific person. And I can tell you that Content makes such a huge difference, particularly if you're creative or you're doing done for you stuff for people. Like content is king. It's it's the currency of trust. And I am baffled by the amount of people who come to me and say, well, my clients think that they can't afford it. And I look at their social media presence and I'm like, well, is it any wonder? Your content sucks. Like you have no, you, I'm not seeing any of your magic anywhere. Where is Where are you in all of this copy and pasted 
you know, whatever templated bullshit that you're creating on the interwebs? Why is your messaging watered down? Why are you not showing up like yourself on the line? Like, again, if I was showing up like a different version of Elisa and then you're getting on a call with me and you're like, oh my God, she swears. And oh my God, she, I don't know, wears bright pink. And oh my God, I don't know, there is like, she's ostentatious and oh my god she's doing x y and z and then you're surprised on the call as to who i'm showing up as like that's a big freaking problem and i don't want your people to be surprised i want them to to see feel you and absorb your messaging in a way that makes them think oh this is a no-brainer of course i should be here i'm excited i want to be here you know so i think you know the question to ask yourself is what's the story your content is telling are you excited by the content that you're creating is it actually magnetizing those people to you? Is it magnetic? Are you being unforgettable in your content? Or is it stale? Is it a little bit off? Is the messaging, you know, could the messaging use some help? You know, are people or specifically potential clients talking to you and trying to articulate what they need without you actually saying it to them? Like, are they using words and language that isn't aligned with what you're putting out there? that's a big red flag. It means that your messaging isn't aligning with the people that you want to work with. And if people are using languaging or phrasing or even trying to describe the problem and they're not trying to, they, they can't find the words for specifically what it is that they're trying to articulate, then again, that's another red flag of your messaging and your marketing materials are not speaking to them, right? They're not articulating the problem well enough for them for them to be able to come and articulate the problem clearly, right? And I think that's when in consultations, things break down because there isn't, they're not already in, if that makes sense. They're trying to figure out what the problem is and they're like shopping around. Whereas for me in, you know, different, when people generally get on the phone with me and why I have such a like high closing rate on my course is because I have a screening process, right? And people generally tend to know who I am before they ever jump on a call with me or jump into a challenge with me or jump into a series with me, right? So therefore, I don't really subscribe to the industry standards or the industry ideals because I know for a fact that my messaging is strong and I know for a fact that, like, don't get me wrong, everything could use a tweak, right? And everything needs to be updated and evolved and blah, 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 blah. But I know who my person is and I know that my offer is great and I know what it's worth. And therefore there is no shakiness and there is no concern from me that it's not worth it. Nothing in me is available for you to discuss how unworthy my offer is. Like that's just not a conversation I am even willing to entertain or think about because it's just, it's not true. My offers are amazing. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. And I want you to get to a place where you feel that way, not only about your offer, but about the marketing of the offer because the marketing of the offer is what tells people that, they're ready and the marketing of the offer tells people why it's worth it and the marketing of the offer tells people you know what i'm ready right and the marketing of the offer tells people oh i can trust her and that is the most important thing because again three reasons why people think that they can't afford you right or say that they can't afford you number one it's not the right offer number two they don't trust you or number three they don't trust themselves they don't trust themselves to get those results to to get the investment back, to, you know, to be able to progress in a fast lightning way. They don't trust themselves to actually get on the phone calls with you. 
And I think that that's an interesting point too of, hmm, okay, if they're not trusting themselves, that's where you then address that objection on the, on the sales conversation. Or that's where you, again, create content around them trusting themselves. Because as I mentioned to you last week, it's your job to believe in yourself as a business owner first and foremost. And, you know, it's your job to believe in yourself as a person. It doesn't even have to be business to business type situation. So my want and desire for all of my clients is to trust themselves and to trust that not only can they trust me, but they can trust themselves to make good decisions. They're smart cookies. They know, right? They're they're in it. They're excited. They are motivated. They they have the standing power to actually action the things that I'm giving them. So, you know, for me, the trusting yourself, that is where you talk about it on the on whatever the conversation is or in your content or or on a Zoom or whatever it may be. That's where there is wiggle room to talk about the systems, the containers, the again the offer and how the offer is going to support them trusting themselves. And I think that, you know, there is the moment where I think a lot of coaches miss this, that if a client is saying I can't afford it, usually it's that they can't, they can't trust themselves to make the money back. They can't trust themselves to actually, you know, drop all of the past evidence of them being whatever, not worthy of them being not a good finisher of them being not a good team player or whatever, or whatever the other like different things that come up. And it's your job with your content, with your marketing, with your messaging and with your offer to show them why that's not true. And I think that when you have a great marketing system in place and when you have a great messaging in place, that's so much easier, right? It, like it's it's way more complicated if you have no marketing, no messaging and your offer sucks, <laughs> like, frankly, right? So when we get to, well, I can't afford it or, you know, or whatever else the objection may be, you have to understand that's where it's coming from. It's one of those three reasons. And it's up to you to identify, well, what, where are they at? Is it that they don't, is that the right fit for the offer? Is it that they don't trust you? Is it that they don't trust themselves? And I think that there are different ways of creating, you know, if they're not right fit for the offer, then they're not right fit for the offer. You can't change that. But I think that there are ways that you can help them trust you and help them trust themselves in a branding messaging standpoint that I think is so, so, so important for you to recognize, um, which is why I've changed my three-part series, as I mentioned at the beginning of this, this recording. And this is why when we sat down and like did an audit of what are the people that, like what do the people need help with to really make a difference in their business? And I think that it's helping them figure out what is it in their messaging that isn't creating that trust? What is it in their messaging and in their offers that isn't really aligning with their audience? What is it that they can tweak in their content to really accelerate the speed of their business? So the good news is, is that the series is free. It's available for a limited time and it's starting, I believe, in a week. (laughs) I believe. (laughs) Hopefully. Fingers and toes crossed. Um, And it's starting next week on Thursday. And we're going to be talking about your branding, your messaging, your offer, like the foundations that you need to really create that trust with the people and to really, really like 
manage those expectations, number one, for yourself and for your clients, but number two, to really work on your offer and really help you get clear on what is the messaging makeover that you need to accelerate the speed of your business success. And I'm so excited about it, genuinely. It's it's gonna be the best, the best training that I have ever done. Like the last training that I did was pretty close. Like it's a really, it was really good. I think it had a lot of impact on the people in my audience. But this series, OMG, like it's bigger, it's better. It's gonna, it's gonna change so many lives and I'm so excited to be hosting it. So I hope you can make it because we are gonna be talking about a lot more in depth about what I mean by marketing and messaging and what I mean by how to tweak the things, right? And what do I mean by having the right trust factors in place, right? Because I think that's a longer conversation. So if you can make time for it, you know, you won't regret it. It's going to be a really amazing three-part series. And the the reason I love the three-part series, like I used to have challenges all the time. I used to do like challenges and it would be five days experiences, like 10 days experiences. We're like, we, we played around with different timings. The reason I love a series is because it gives you that space to actually go away and, and get some actionable results. And for me, that's the best thing. The best thing of giving my audience time to action the content. Because I don't know if you've noticed, but I really, I really want to give you as much value as possible. Like I want to not just give you fluff and give you just inspiration and motivation, but I really want to give you the tools to actually be successful. Because that's what I was really missing in my business, you know? And that's what I wish people had given me. So that's my goal with this series, is to help you create a full messaging makeover so that you can take a tiny tweak of what's working right now, like, and, and keep that, but also dial it up 100, right? And just make your messaging so juicy, so sizzling, so good that people can't wait to pay you. Because ultimately, that's the bottom line, is that, it's not that they can't afford you, it's that you're not communicating either with the right people or you're not communicating in the right way with the right people. And it's my mission to change that. So join the three-part series. I'll link it down below. I hope that you love this episode and I hope that you can see one of the three reasons why people are saying they can't afford you. And I hope that you can identify that it's not you, it's not necessarily even the way that you've been talking about your offer, but it's one of those three specific reasons. And it's time for you to change that. So join my three-part series. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I am so excited to be teaching all of this new material to you. And, you know, there is obviously, there's going to be like competitions and we're doing a bingo contest and you're getting resources. It's going to be just a freaking amazing online party. So join me while it's free and while it's available and up online over the next few weeks. But for now, I hope you have an amazing day. And I'll speak to you next week. Are you stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically? Good news, Magnetic Mavens is here to help you be unforgettable. Our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story. In this membership, you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm. It's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.